You are listening to my papa and my uncle Polly on the Co and Bro Opinion Show. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I love it. That's got to be the cutest voice on the yeah. planet. Easy. Welcome, Welcome back. back. That is my girl, man. Stay tuned. I'll tell you. Stay tuned. She looked. She. She looked great. I saw her and Deuce. I saw looked great for I got, Easter. I got the picture, man. Awesome. I mean. Yeah, I, those kids. I just love Easter. Yeah. Well, obviously, for spiritual reasons, I yeah. love Easter. But uh, I'll tell you what, it's nice seeing the kids getting in their Easter outfits and stuff. Yep. How was your Easter, Dave? Uh, fantastic. We went for Indian food. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were asking me that on Saturday where that place was we found. Yeah, nice little place in, is that Novi still there or is that Farmington? I want to say that's Farmington, but it's right on the border. It's right on the border. I'll give a shout out to Vindu. Vindu. Best Indian food around. Vindu, shout out. And, 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 and they're not even a sponsor, so this wasn't bribe. Right. It was legit, really, really I think cool. I'm going to try to get them to sponsor us. Hey, Vindu. We, uh, shout out. Last Saturday, my mm-hmm. wife and I had our mm-hmm. tickets to the DSO. Okay. And wanted to get something good for dinner since it was just the two of us. So we tried a place in Dearborn called the Himalayan Flames. And that was really good Indian food. Mm-hmm. But then that got me really craving Indian food. Really? And, you know, just the thought, no offense to anybody who did this for their Easter, but just the thought of ham. Potatoes, Everybody. you know. Uh, we just wanted to change it up. So I, I, I agree with you. I, I, you know, for the when I was a kid, the big thing for us was, believe it or not, Chinese. Yeah. Easter Sunday was Chinese. Uh, was we went to the Chinese restaurant for with the family. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, I mean, it, it, I always thought that was kind of weird, but you know, it was just normal. But I like. Switching it up. And that Vindu place, man. That's not totally weird. I've got friends who are Jewish that will do Chinese food on Christmas. Yeah, people change it up. Well, not just to change it up. It's because it's the only thing, at least back in the day. It was was open. It was open. Yeah, Thai restaurants were open, too. Uh, And when I was a kid, we didn't do the Easter thing. And so we, yeah, Chinese or some sort of, you know, place that would be open. Yep. I never thought I never thought about it that way. Well, that's probably why we had Chinese because they the were open. Was open. And isn't it funny though? Like back in the day, just certain holidays that there's no, they, there was no, it was they were always closed. You know, is either you eat home or like you said Chinese or something like that. Now I think it's kind of going back to that. Because I'll tell you... Back to things being closed? Yeah. and Well, to a certain extent. Um, now, we we did church downtown, uh, and then we ended up going to Birmingham and, and having a brunch in Birmingham. When we drove by, Target was closed. Yeah, everything's, Easter. everything's closed on Target. Easter. Well, you got to think. The staffing right now. So, but that's the. But I'm wondering if that's the reason yeah. why they're kind of going back to that. Yeah, everything was closed right. uh, on Sunday. Yeah, a lot of places were closed. Well, let me ask you something. So, me growing up, and I don't know if it's just a cultural thing, we did Chinese. Dave, what did you guys do? Did you say was it either eat home or 
I mean, we didn't we didn't celebrate Easter, so oh, that's right, that's right. You were J Dub, so we either just it was just a random day. I don't, yeah. I guess if we ate out, we probably did Chinese or something like that, but it wasn't it wasn't just any other random Sunday. So, oh, that's true. What What about you, Co? I mean, traditional, just your traditional, traditional. But it was everybody coming over the house. Yeah, but it's just it's dinner. Easter is not the dinner. It's the the spiritual part, but I don't, it's just dinner, but we were traditional, you know, the ham, the, uh, potatoes, the, you know, some chicken, maybe some turkey. This just depends. Yeah. It was just traditional for us. Some Reese eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Reese. <laughs> peeps. <laughs> the peeps. Some peeps. The <laughs> Easter basket. Yeah. Easter basket, you know, the sweet potatoes, the, you know, whatever. What did you used to get in your Easter basket? Mm, candy. Can't walk. Well, ton of candy. You know what I used to get every the year? The big chocolate hollow bunny. Oh, yeah. My my parents, my mom was a big, I used to have the big chocolate hollow bunny. Yeah. And for Easter, you know, of course, you had the eggs with jelly beans in it. Yep. Uh, of course, the peeps. I guess I yep. used to eat them back in the day. But you know what the big thing was in my... I used to get baseball cards, the big cellophane packs, you know, the ones that were kind of long, had maybe like four things in it. I used oh, to get God. those every Easter. Hmm. I don't know what it was. I wasn't complaining because, I, you know, you know I, love, I, was, I love the cello packs because you could see exactly at least a, a few cards right. on top and on the bottom right. who you were going to get. Yep. See, the thing with Easter candy for me growing up is that we didn't get Easter baskets or anything like that. But after Easter, when it all went on clearance, it it suddenly lost its religious magic. And so then it was okay to buy and eat for some reason. Well, let me ask you something. Jelly beans. On 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 a side note. What did Jay celebrate? Did J-Dub celebrate anything or was it just nothing? Because I've always wondered about that because I know... I know that they, you know, they don't do Christmas, but yet it's a, you know, it's a religion, but they didn't celebrate anything. Like they didn't, they, you didn't celebrate birthdays or, or anything like that either, did you? No, uh, no birthdays, no Christmas, no Easter, uh, no Fourth of July, no. The only thing that I remember being openly celebrated would be wedding anniversaries, but that's, but that's it. Oh, something wow. new every day. That's a good topic we could always jump into later wow. on down the road. Let's let's do it. Yeah. Interesting. So but, but it was just the irony of the fact right. that we couldn't we couldn't have it on Easter. But you could have it, yeah. But once Easter was over, then all of a sudden it lost its religiousness and now well, it's just chocolate. I grew up a strict Baptist, independent Baptist. And, uh, you know, we weren't allowed to go to movies. We weren't allowed to dance. We weren't allowed to play cards, all that, you know, stuff. But it was always funny how, you know, later on when VHSs came along, you know, they had the uh, uh, membership to Blockbuster and, and every, right. you know, we you could get any. So I always thought that was kind of, you know, at the time I thought that was kind of mm, wow. right. See, I do want to come back to this someday. We don't have to do it right, today right, right, because... Right. Talking to you. No dancing as a Baptist? Oh, no. 
you had almost as many funky, I guess what someone might call high control things that that we did growing. Oh yeah, they're, they're I, different. I, I, but. They're different, but but I, when I when I we, which you know it, they were very similar. Other than we got to celebrate birthdays, we celebrated you know uh, holidays and stuff like that. It was, it's just, yeah, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah, that's a rabbit hole we could go down. But what did you do this for Easter? I don't think I seen you on Easter Day. Nope, I did nothing. You just I sat did, at the house. Or sat no, at, I got out. Um, did you eat anything? Yeah, my chicken. Dinner, <laughs> no, my dinner was cold Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to take that right now. <laughs> no, that's the, only, that's the only way I've ever had Popeyes. <laughs> right, <laughs> cold Popeyes. Well, I mean, it's either, it's either, with cold. It's either chicken or chicken. I had wings well, I would say what or I tenders. You had to make that long drive <laughs> right. from the from South. Uh, where'd you get it? Southfield to the old studio. I, or right. Yeah. Right. I would say what I had. Honestly, I had churches. <laughs> I had. Um, wow, I had a Boston Market. Let's see, I told you that's a turkey, though. No, I had a Boston Market microwave dinner. Oh, was a chicken though? No. What did you have? It was high sodium Salisbury steak. Well, of course, Salisbury steak. <laughs> yeah, I remember eating that as a kid. I watched a basketball game. Okay, because there were games on. Okay, um, and then I, you know, I didn't, I didn't do much. I worked out, basketball game, Salisbury steak dinner. Not bad, Boston Market from Kroger's. I'm surprised. I you thought you were going to say you went to Boston Market, which no. I like Boston Market. Boston Market, it's, it's good. It is. I don't know about their TV uh, dinner. Yeah, this I was just like I wasn't really because I didn't. The family hadn't made any plans. Well, they did, but you I didn't wasn't invite him. No, I was invited, but I didn't go. You guys, were, I, there was going to be. Grand. Trust me, you didn't yeah. want to go to the place we ended up going to, <laughs> and I won't. I won't say that on the air yeah. as to what, where we went. <laughs> but it, it was okay, but it wasn't your yeah. typical. Easter yeah. kind of a thing, but I, I liked my meal. I know other people didn't like it, but then again, my wife. Well, I know who you were like, dining with, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know who I'm dining with. So that you know, my wife is pretty picky when it comes to stuff. Right. So it wasn't it wasn't a surprise that she didn't like it, but yeah. But I, would we ever go back there again? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But the atmosphere was good. I don't know if you've ever been to that place, but the atmosphere was good. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't butter chicken with. I want. I'll Island tell you bread. what. I wish I would have went for, uh, Indian food on uh, so Easter. Well, Do you like try. Indian food? I gotta try it. I had an ex of mine a long time ago. She loved Anita's Anita's Kitchen. Is that is that what it is? Is similar? No. Is that different? Yeah. Anita's, Anita's Kitchen, kitchen is, is not more Indian? Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Wouldn't you say? Have you been to Anita's Kitchen? Never had Anita's Kitchen. Yeah, I had Pita Cafe. Well, yeah. Okay. Have you ever had um, what's the place in? La Marsa? Yes. Okay. So that's Anita's Kitchen is like La Marsa, but I think on steroids. So I, so so it's not Indian. No. <clears throat> no. No, no, no. Indian Indian is more See, you don't you're not a saucy guy. No. Nope. Gravy kind of I wouldn't say gravy. Would you, would you it would be so, a lot of those dishes are saucy. Yeah, I mean butter chicken is Heavy on the sauce. There's not as much chicken, but then you you soak it up see, with they, rice. He's and not. Naan he, he wouldn't eat that. Yeah, takes Man, away. We are takes get, away from we, the. <laughs> takes, takes away, away from the chicken. Yeah. We are going to 
orders up some Indian food. We're going to get, because I think Vindu does catering. We're going to get some Vindu in here one night for a show. I think so. That's fine with me. I just, I'll try it. I need, you need to try it, Co. Yeah, I'll try this, it. This is, I, I, I tried it in this kitchen. So I mean, it is, yeah. Let me ask you, do you like cauliflower? Yes. Okay. So I, I, think, I didn't get that. I know. That's what I told you to get that. There's a, there's a yes. dish called, now you like, you like General Tile, right? Yes. Like a gen, okay. You would like Gobi Manchurian. Because it's a it's cauliflower, but it's kind of has that kind of general tile okay. kind of a okay. thingy, but it's not as thick. I you know I don't know how to really how to explain it, but great dish. And then you probably would like the samosas. Yeah, samosas are good. Samosas are like these little pastries about this big, and okay. they they have that you know they have. Do you like curry? Okay, yep. and then he would like it. Curry is a huge Tandoor, dish. Tandoori chicken. Oh, there's, yeah. there's gotta be. See, we're gonna get some. But see, you guys are. Churches. You like you, you like got, rice. You though, guys right? are churches and churches and and Popeyes. But it all comes back. I keep hearing chicken. So Indian is is a chicken thing. Well, too. they've got. I mean, they've got other things. <laughs> I I haven't gone outside the the chicken box with my yeah. My I would Indian yeah. Food. Now that and I, I think the last time I was there, I, I got a vegetarian dish. Okay, so it was more like potato. And see, I'm trying to clean up my eating habits, mm-hmm. you know, now that I'm approaching the big five oh. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm trying to right. clean up the eating habits and, you know, get rid of this. It's hard, man. It's really it's hard to do. I mean, Especially it's when you're life working, you're having stuff on the road. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard. I'm on the road all day long. Right. And then, you know, I, I try not to eat. But then it's like, then, then as soon as you walk into 7-Eleven, it's like, oh, you start smelling the food and then yep. this. And then I I don't want to go to McDonald's. I, I had I, I broke down and went to McDonald's the other day, and it was a mess. It was just horrible, yeah. horrible. So can yeah. I say the other thing that sure. happened on Easter? The truth of the Easter Bunny was finally revealed to really? my children. Really? Yes. And what do they say? Uh, so we had thrown together their baskets, and and, and look. Because of how I was raised, I've always been kind of a take it or leave it when it comes to the holidays. I okay. do this stuff for my kids, but it, I just don't have the sentimental attachment. Sure, sure. That maybe my wife does, or you guys might have growing up with it. But we we're putting together their baskets, and then my wife and I were scarfing some of the excess candy, and then we tied a grocery bag because we didn't want it all in the house. The, the, the extra stuff. Right. She's like, "Well, I'll take it. I'll take it to work." I'll get up and throw it in the car in the morning when I leave because she was going to play at a church, play violin. Okay. So we had the bag there, and then the ba- the baskets were out. So then my youngest daughter, well, well, wait a second. Why is all the candy in that bag that's all in our baskets? And then she put two and two together, and she's like, wait a second. Are you guys the Easter Bunny? And mm. I was like, what do you think? She's like, you guys are the Easter Bunny. I'm like, yeah. She's like, so what about the leprechaun? And I said, oh, no, the leprechaun. That's totally legit. And then I winked. And she's like, you just winked. <laughs> <laughs> no, is she, uh, do they believe in Santa still or no? So, so yeah. So long, so long story short, <laughs> she said, so now I know that you and mom have been the leprechaun and the Easter Bunny this entire time, but that Santa Claus is still real. So she hasn't connected the Santa Claus thing to the. So let me ask you something. Santa you said Israel. they think you were the. Le- what did they? What did you get them for Leprechaun? So every year they set out a Leprechaun trap. Really? Which I, 
I mean, I've never again, heard of that before. Okay, cool. Because I, I certainly wouldn't have heard of it when I was a kid, but I didn't think that was a thing. <clears throat> the leprechaun, man. But they set out a box with glue and obstacles and everything to trap the leprechaun. And they never trap the leprechaun, but we always fill the box with like Skittles and chocolate coins and St. Patty's related paraphernalia and usually money. I think for me with uh, growing up, I think uh, growing up in independent Baptist, <laughs> I think for me it was that it was uh, St. Patty's day was uh, drinking and debauchery. So we never, we never partook in the, or in, in yeah. that, in that thing. Well, we're yeah. not giving the kids beer. Scott. Oh, I know. You didn't give them any green milk or shamrock shakes, maybe. Yeah, I love yeah. shamrock. Good shamrock shake. But so this year, because I always try to get creative, because mm-hmm. she's always like, "I'm going to catch the leprechaun this year." This is my youngest. My oldest, for some reason, hasn't caught on to any of this stuff, and she's pushing twelve. So my youngest sets out her box, and she's got glue. She's like, "Look, Dad, there's glue off." So. That way, when the leprechaun comes, he's going to step in the box. His feet are going to get stuck. So, well, what are we going to do here? So what I did was after they went to bed, I went up to Walmart and I bought a package of Kendall shoes. Really? <laughs> you went all which, out. Which happened wow. to have a pair of gold shoes in this little package of Kendall shoes. They're like three bucks. And so I stuck the gold shoes in the glue so that it looked like the leprechaun had come, but got his shoes stuck, but then obviously got away. Let let, let the shoes behind. So she totally bought it. Oh, so she got up that morning. That's creative. And she's like, I got his shoes. And she's so excited. I'm going to take them to show my friends. Now I'm pretty sure that if she takes these shoes to school to show her friends, one of her friends are going to notice that on the bottom of the shoes, it says Barbie. <laughs> Interesting. So I'm trying to talk her out. Caitlin, you don't want to take those shoes. To, you don't want to take the shoes. Well, why not, Dad? I need to show my friends. Well, I've heard that if you take anything that belongs to the leprechaun and show it to someone, they are going to, he'll never come back. Ever again, and never bring you candy or anything else. Oh, really? Where did you hear that? Uh oh. The internet. Well, you show me. So then I just kind of faked. Like, see, it was right here on the internet. <laughs> you know. Right. And then I'm getting getting her to buy this because I didn't want her friends to make fun of her. Right. 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 By figuring out that these were Barbie shoes. So did, now that your oldest knows, did she tell the youngest? Well, no. It was my youngest told the oldest. Oh. And what did she say? Because she's always got a lot to say. They haven't really talked. Haven't really, really said, said anything about it. Interesting. Hmm. I think I'm, I'm happy. I don't. I don't want to do the Santa thing anymore. I don't want to do. I want them to figure it out. And I think Lane. I think Lane is out of the Santa thing. Really? I th- yeah. Yeah. I think she is. I mean, I could be wrong. Santa still works. No, I don't want to do it anymore. Well. Because I just want to. You just want them to know that you're giving them the gifts. So you want that recognition. Uh, I mean, that's part of it. But I don't know how you guys do that. Santa's okay. a good dude. But I but I feel <laughs> like we end up buying a bunch of things that they don't truly need. Okay. I can, I see what you're saying. All right. 
And you have to go along with it because it's Santa, right? You don't want them to think, oh, Santa skipped the house. You weren't a good kid. It's not about that. Right. But they don't really need more toys. They don't really need another video game. They don't really need this stuff. I would much rather say, hey, we're going to take a little trip. Maybe we'll go down to... Disneyland? Disney World. Epcot. Something. Or you could drive to the North Pole. Something. And grab... Yeah, I'd rather do anything than just <laughs> drive to the North Pole. You only have to drive to the UP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you'd have to do. Like, Look at all the snow. This on the is the North Pole. That's Look, right. I'm taking you to Santa where Santa lives. I, I'll just go in and grab some things, and we'll get back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Santa and I are cool. Well, you really go all out. Yeah. I don't even well, sounds I'm like it. To think for my boys. I mean, I know I did the the Easter. I did the the Santa thing. I never did leprechaun thing. You're, you're, you're yeah, really that's something different, it, man. man. Yeah, that's no, you're, you're Have you ever heard of that? No, I never. You really no. went into leprechaun. No. Well, I, that I think came from. I think that's a modern thing that they picked up from school. Or really? Because I want to say that's four, interesting. Four or five years ago, they started talking about leprechaun. Training. What's the age difference? You said twelve and what? Uh, tech, Eleven and eight. Right now, they'll be twelve. And Eleven eight. and eight. Okay, so they're not. Obviously, they're not. Are they in the same? Could they be in the same school? No. Yeah, they've been in They're the, the same school right now? Not not right now, but they were. Okay, okay, okay. okay gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Wow. So I don't I don't know where that came from. Now, one thing that my wife's family did when she was a kid that we've carried on, and this is this is all her, is that when they do pumpkin carving, my wife would, and, and my brother in law would always do pumpkin carving at her grandparents. And somehow when they would be carving a pumpkin, it would just so happen that a $10 bill would be in the pumpkin, which of course really? is just a total sleight of hand thing when the kid's not looking. Sure. They called them magic pumpkins. So they, so my wife has carried that tradition on to our kids. And that was something she did as a, as a child? And that's what she did as a kid. Okay, okay. So whenever we do pumpkin carving, because obviously it's not safe for the kids to have the big knife to cut the sure. top out. She'll start cutting, and then I'll distract the kids, and then she'll drop a $10 bill in, and then she'll finish cutting the top. Interesting. And then they'll pull off the top, and they'll reach their hands in and find a grimy, pumpkin-covered 10 spot. Yeah, I mean, I remember with my boys, it was uh, carving pumpkins, trick-or-treating. But I'll tell you what, uh, I never... I You know what I hated? What... I hated passing out the candy at the door. It drove me nuts. Because as soon as I would sit down, somebody else would be up at the door. Yeah, for Halloween. I I I just I think it got to the point where I would just I just shut the door and turn off the the light. Let them go. Let them go. Hog wild around the block. You know. I just never was the whole sitting at the door giving everybody candy kind of thing. It's never worked for me. But you know, I've been the door guy for the last. Eight years. Does it drive you nuts? I hate it, but the idea of interfacing with my neighbors while I take the kids, I don't like that more. So I would rather just be the poor <laughs> guy. That's funny. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So speaking of treats, um, we, we were talking about ice cream, right? And we were Man. trying to get into soft serve or, soft serve. or dipped ice cream. What I mean, where do you, where do you guys fall in line when it comes to ice cream treats? 
Mm. Why not both? Why I, does I there agree with have you. to be one or the other? Well, I, which would you prefer? If you had to make a choice, Baskin Robbins or Dairy Queen? But see, it's not that simple because you could be mixing that soft serve with, you know, making a blizzard. That's a different experience. Blizzards are good. No. If you're talking just a soft I'm serve chocolate. A so- and versus- a hard and a Baskin Robbins. Yeah, ba- Baskin, hard, hard. I, I think I'm, I think I, I think I'm more of a hard ice cream guy because I, I like the, you ever had the home style ice cream? The homemade ice cream, the homemade brand. It's the best. It, it is. It, there's no there's no other ice cream that's I've tried different brands like Hudsonville, Guernsey's, yeah. different stuff like that. Homemade's the best to me. I I love it. I, I love it. But uh I would say probably hard the hard dip kind of thing for me. The scoop. It, yeah. Hard, yeah. Top five yeah. ice creams? <clears throat> okay. Brands? What sure. What do you got? For me, homemade. Number, number number one. one. Yep. Same. I think number two. <clears throat> number two. I think I would probably go Hudsonville. Mm, see, I don't like. Sorry, Hudsonville. You're not my top five. Not good. Um, Guernsey's would be in there just because I I think I've been eat well because we lived when I was a kid we lived in Novi so we always would go that would be somewhere we'd go with the family we'd stop go to the dairy you know the thing and get that so that's kind of you know more member memory for me. Uh, man, I don't, I don't, oh, Clark's in Berkeley. Have you ever been there? Is that a brand in the store or that's just a Dairy Queen? The Clark, you've been to Clark. Uh, it's right across from 24. Yeah, but are it's, you saying, are you saying it brand? is, it is, uh, I think there is, it is a certain brand. I just don't know what it is off the top of my head. Um, but are you saying brands? Do you think it, are you going brands or do you, are we going? I would say brands. Okay. Yeah. See, well, I, don't know. I think homemade, homemade for me. I don't even know if I could even really put anything. I don't even know enough brands. Like Hagen Dazs. Would Baskin Robbins be a brand? Yes. Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, then I probably would put them as two. Yeah, Baskin Robbins, Hagen Dazs. Hagen Dazs is good. You like Ben and Jerry's? Ben and Jerry's, is, of course. It's a New York thing. I'm yeah, good. of course. So I'm homemade the peanut butter homemade, and yeah. chip. Oh, is the best ice cream that's ever been made. Have you ever had the homemade? Yeah. 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 I mean, every, yeah. every one is good. See, yeah. I like cherry cordial. I mm. love, that was one of my favorite. I love their uh, mint chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. Those, those two are probably mint chocolate my, chip is my, awesome. my top, yeah. my top, my yep. top two. So definitely with you on homemade. You, you know what I think is really good? If you go to Kroger and you get their private selection. Very good. Yeah. It's I agree with really you. Good. I agree. Very it's, good. It's, it's cheap. And yeah. It's, and it, it's a two for fiver. Yeah. Yeah. At my last chocolate, like I'm a chocolate guy, chocolate and chocolate fudge. But yeah. And it's a two for fiver all the time. Yep. Baskin Robbins, definitely yep. Baskin number three there. I can dodge. Ben and Jerry's. Mm-hmm. And then probably four, just to keep it local, uh, Stroh's. Stroh's is good. Yeah. Stroh's is very good. Yeah, I would. Stroh's I, yeah. is very good. Yeah, I could see Stroh's. But I would prefer the hard. The only soft serve I really love is like the Wendy's Frosty. The chocolate Frosty. Yeah, I agree. But I would I would prefer the hard scoop at, at Baskin Robbins. I'll be honest with you. For me, the Dairy Queen, the, really the only thing I get at Dairy Queen is the blizzards. I don't, I don't usually get a cone. 
And and can I just say this, Dairy Queen? I like cones. And I'm going to say this, even Culver's. Dairy Queen and Culver's, for me, mm. I went and got the mint. Culver's had a mint thing for St. Patrick's Day, and they had a mint, like, I guess it was like a, for Dairy Queen, I, just Sunday I went, or yeah, something like that. And they had a Girl Scout. But for some reason, whatever mint syrup that they put into the ice cream, it's horrible. They just need to stop doing that. I, it's just wrong. So I'll just put them on blast right now. Okay. Dairy Queen in Brighton Terrible. suck at making blizzards. You're supposed to tip that thing upside down and show the person that you're serving it to that that is thick and not drippy. Right. And they, they always just kind of do a quick, like, you know, yeah. give it like a quarter tilt. And then they hand, it's always melty and soupy there. But the one on M59 in, I believe it's Waterford. Mm. There's an old school Dairy Queen that is the best. So they, if you order whatever size blizzard you get, they're putting probably a small's worth of blizzard over the cup on top. Oh, nice. So, you know, let's just say you have a medium above that cup line is probably another small blizzards worth sticking out the top. That's how thick they make it. Really? It is the best. My kids, we go there for special occasions and things because right. it's that good. It's, it's probably a 35 minute drive for us. Easy. Do you like blizzards, Corey? Yeah, I don't necessarily die for. I hear Sonic has a a good one. Um a few good ice cream treats over at Sonic. I haven't had them, but I saw the chocolatey waffle cone, the dark one. I love the waffle cone. Are you guys There's cone a, guys or cone. waffle cones? I'm a waffle cone guy. I'm not I'm neither. I don't I I I love I'd the rather cone. have mine in a cup. And the well they have the waffle cone cups, bowls. Yeah, they sometimes it too. ends up being too much mm. after you eat the ice cream. Every now and then I'll well, get a waffle. You kind of got to chip it together. That's the way. Maybe it. it's just me being, you know. I'm a waffle coner. Crazy, but I just don't like. I feel like when it's on a cone, I got to eat it I so quick, a, yes. so it doesn't drip all over. Yes. Maybe no. that's just OC, my OCD. I well, don't know. yeah, the soft one. But if you get the hard, you get the hard with the yeah, waffle. Yeah, but sometimes, sometimes when you got it on a cone, it's like. You gotta see. You gotta lick it around because it's gonna <laughs> ju- drop all. Oh, you can't do it. You got time in a cup. You got time. But if you get it on a sugar cone, sugar cone. That's you, what I'm saying. The your sugar waffle cone. your no the skinnier one. The skinnier one. Yeah, I like those too. But your, I like the bigger one. You've totally put your ice cream's life in the hands of that person. Oh, that's scooping it because if they don't give it a good push down, yeah, you go to take one lick and that scoops on the ground. That you know what I'm true. talking about? No, that's true. <laughs> yeah that's happened to me before yeah. that's the worst feeling go take that lick of that ice cream and then just the, the right amount of tongue pressure and not enough cone to ice cream connectivity pressure by the scooper this is really deep here <laughs> this is really good i know cone pressure <laughs> yeah but think about it though you know I mean, with the, maybe that's but you can bite you can bite the hard you like, can. You can bite it. That's true. Yeah. But, but then, then you I, you guys nose. are thinking way too I much. Just, this is too but, deep. But I feel like, <laughs> I know, but I just feel like <laughs> if you serious? put it on a cone, <laughs> you have to eat it quick because it no. gets all over the place. No, it doesn't. Just get a waffle cone <laughs> and, then it's and you get, got time. It's getting up your nose. <laughs> yeah. If you go to bite 
it's it's definitely you're getting. And then if you decide to get a double a scoop, you can't put a double scoop on a cone. So do you like do you like, do you like ice cream in a bowl? I'd rather have it in a bowl. Okay, so they have waffle bowls. You can do do that. You got time. <laughs> yeah, but and then you can your hands are getting messy when you break that bowl. No, up you don't eat end. it with it's your hands. You I think a spoon. it's how are, you gonna, how are you gonna do that? with those plastic spoons? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking home. Like you said, oh, Kroger. Okay, okay. So you get the. You, I got the waffle cups at home now. Okay, but here's the. Th- so just take the regular spoon and. So you literally cook it all buy waffle cups. Yes. At the store and bring them home. Yes. See, I've never done that. Yes. Do you have you put you, the I've there. Not, usually, it's here's the. You're eating the bowl. Cream. Yeah. I don't know. I I think that's just too much. Oh my! God. Where would you store the waffle? Serious? Where would you put that at? It's like the uh, taco in the sal- pantry. It's, yes, it's <laughs> yes. The, was yes. it taco salads that have the big giant taco shell <laughs> right. the shell bowl? You guys are missing the point here. The bowl is not that big. You take a couple of scoops, you put it in the waffle bowl, and okay. you crunch it all together. Uh, at the same time. All right. Top five edible bowls. <laughs> waffle, waffle cone, taco shell, bread bowl for soup. <laughs> yeah. The waffle bowl. Oh, Good. man. I'd rather just uh, get some gallon of ice cream and put it in my own bowl. I that's know a- it's not going to melt. <laughs> well, th- th- see, that, that again, that's the misconception. Ice cream in a regular bowl at your house melts faster. It does. How's that and then fun? now you're drinking. Now you're drinking milk. No, no. Yuck. I think it's. I think it all borders down on your freezer. Because I'll be honest with you, I like my. I know we talked about this before. I like my ice cream, especially the dipped ice cream. It's got to be solid. I don't like it. Of course. Yeah. Has this and ever you happened? Mix it with the waffle bowl. But has this ever happened to you? Or you're maybe <laughs> slightly impatient for that ice cream to just thaw for a few seconds no and so you go and you go to dig the spoon in and for whatever reason it flicks out and a big chunk right on the floor. oh yeah i've had that happen that's the worst i've had it where the the ice cream is so solid that the 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 yeah. metal spoon bends it'll bend when you're yeah. dipping it yeah and that's how i like it oh yeah bend the spoon yep. i don't want so i don't want it hurt it's like milk i don't, I don't know make the ice cream hurt yeah, I mean, I, I I guess I have to be in the mood for a soft serve. Of course, I will say this: when I went on the Disney cruise a few years ago, they did have some good soft serve. Mm-hmm. Of course, that was the only kind you could get, but I mean, it was pretty good. I, but what I mean, makes, I, no, Dole Whip? Did they have the pineapple? No, I don't. Like think you they can had get that. at at uh, Disney Disney World by the Tiki Room. No, I don't remember that per se. Um, well, let me ask you this. Do you feel like, I, I get, would you consider frozen yogurt soft serve? Or was that in a different class different, by itself? Different class. Yeah, I would say different. Because Pinkberry to me, I, I like that above anything. But I mean, if it's a different class, and would you consider it ice cream, though? No, it's, I mean, it's what, what, frozen what, what, yogurt. It's not ice cream. Frozen yogurt. Yeah. Custard is custard. So, frozen yogurt is frozen yogurt. Yeah. Ice cream is ice cream. Gelato is gelato. That is true. Gelato. I I like a decent gelato. What about you? No. No. Not at all. No. What about a sorbet? No. No. You can't put sorbet in a waffle bowl. <laughs> I'm a waffle bowl guy. Well, I, I, what pairs best with waffle bowls? That's what. Well, what would you say? Well, what's your favorite ice cream? Chocolate. 
Just chocolate by itself. Chocolate, by, chocolate, chocolate chip mint. <clears throat> I like that. Cookie and cream. And blue moon. See, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I grew out of the blue moon or the Superman because I've had it like Hudsonville's blue moon and yeah. there's like no taste to it. I still love it. Because it's just dyed vanilla. Is that all it is? Yeah, it's the same thing with... Because long as it's not vanilla. Superman used to be three different flavors, right? Red, yellow, and green. Yeah, red, yellow, and blue. Right, but but they actually had a unique... Taste to it? Taste to each, kind of like a like a Neapolitan. Yeah. But now I think it's just all vanilla with food coloring. I mean, it's possible. Could be. You still like Blue Moon? Still like Blue Moon. Really? Grew up on it. Softball City. Maybe it's just we. I've grown out of things as I've gotten older. I, I, but I'm a chocolate guy. I, I can't. I'll I'll throw chocolate. I'll throw Hershey syrup on chocolate. That's good. Yeah. Tin roof Sunday. Mm. Yeah. But do you ever get the stuff that and a waffle ball? Well, let me ask you this: Do you ever get the the chocolate that freezes on top of the ice cream? You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Not freezes, but solidifies. The hard shell. The hard yes. shell. Yes. Do you ever do that? No. No. The hard okay. Shell. No. You never do the hard shell. Nope. Really? Nope. nope. That's actually pretty good. If I am at a Froyo place, okay. I'm probably going for the liquid peanut butter and the liquid chocolate, among other things. But I would never think to buy anything like that at the store for my ice cream. The most I'll go is a Hershey's syrup, but I'll never I'll never Hershey's syrup, yeah. Hard shell. That's the only way I can yeah. Caramel, none of that. No. That's the only way I can uh eat vanilla, French vanilla. It's got to be doused in. So, so you're a French vanilla guy or a vanilla bean? French vanilla. So the yellow stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I've had a good vanilla in a long time. I can't even tell you what brand would be good. What about you? I, I don't know the brand, but I tell you what, if you go to Elias Brothers and get the fudge brownie. Okay. Okay. That's the French vanilla inside of that. So you got the cherry, right. the whipped cream, the brownie, the ice cream, the brownie. That's a real good French vanilla. Hmm. Yes. Well, what's your favorite ice cream all of all time? And that's my favorite dessert. Ever. Well, we talked about the homemade. The, the, okay, the, the, but flavor. Well, no. He the, said chocolate. What yeah, would you say you're for? I'm talking the homemade because they're the <clears> only <throat> ones I know that make it. It's it's the chocolate chip with the big chunks of peanut butter in it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've seen that with with number two, uh, a very close number two, just Baskin Robbins peanut butter and chocolate. I've right? seen that. Yep. Yeah. Anything that gives me a good chunk of peanut butter ribbon is. Mm-hmm. I I like peanut butter. I think for me, I I dig the and it's the homemade. I think I like. For me, it's cherry cordials, number one. Mm. And I think number two, and I think you can only get it around Christmas time, is the peppermint. the With, with the little yeah. peppermint things Pepper, in Yeah, it. that's good. Oh, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. I'm going to honorable mention Oreo cookie and cream. Yeah. Honorable mention. Yeah. Mint chip. Mint chip. Cookies yep. and cream. Yep. Peppermint is legit. Yep. Anytime I can get peppermint ice cream, peppermint shake, uh, when... Chick-fil-A has them around the holidays when uh, Portillo's yeah, yeah, yeah. has them around okay. the holidays. Yep. Anything peppermint's yep. legit. Hmm. Interesting. So, so Baskin-Robbins wins out, right? 
Hard scoop over soft? Well, well, hard scoop over soft in general. Right. And I would say Baskin-Robbins definitely in my top five. What would be number one? Homemade. Homemade. Oh, that's right. That's right. right. I'm thinking of Baskin-Robbins as a place you go to. No, they have the, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Interesting. So, since we have this vast for a way, uh, vast uh, variety of ice creams that we enjoy, um, since it's coming up on the spring and summer season, uh, are you a gas or a charcoal kind of a guy? I know Corey. I, I bet you Corey's a charcoal guy, right? I'm a charcoal guy, but okay. I love the gas grill because it's easy. It's easy. It's yeah. a stove. Yeah, basically. But. It can still have the smoke if you do it right. It can still have that traditional barbecue flavor. Sure. But I prefer the big pit, you know, smoking and the wood, you know, all that old school flavor that you get. Um, but a gas is convenient. If you're doing, you know, you got a big party going, you know, it's quicker. Um, like I said, it's like cooking on a stove. I love to grill. I love to grill on both. But the gas is, you know, it's a little more faster, except it's a little more quicker, except for when you're doing wings. You got to be careful with wings on the gas because they can cook them and they won't be done. So you got to kind of monitor those hmm. and they can burn faster. But I'm a traditional. He's a pit man. Yeah, I would go pit. But I love the gas grill. And they're especially a big one, big stylish one, you know, and they, they, they're, they're great with thin chicken breasts and pork chops. They are, it is. I mean, you can add the smoky to it, but I would go. And you can you can barbecue in the winter time yes. if you choose to. Yes. yes, yes. We did not do any barbecuing this winter, so we've got both. Okay. I'm, you know, full confession. I'm not a super big grill guy. Okay. Mm. Uh, I think that's just a bit more for time. Okay. Uh, we didn't get a gas grill until last summer. We've had a charcoal grill for as long as we've been married. Charcoal, yeah. Just a classic Weber. Yeah, uh, I am interested in because I've read a lot of articles where if you position your charcoal correctly along the bottom, you can smoke meats in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested in trying that this summer. OK. Uh, but I've never been a super big grill guy. Hmm. See, I, I've always enjoyed the gas. I think I was okay. I'm shell shocked because my dad was a horrible uh, griller. Um, and it, back in the day it was. If it's charcoal or bust, I I, I don't remember why, growing up. I don't remember grilling. It was any. Why do you say he's a horrible griller? Why well, you? because I think he didn't know how to cook uh, on the charcoal. I think it was, you know, he lit the fire and you know didn't let the coals burn down and oh, threw okay. the food on it. So everything always tasted, throwing the food on too fast. Every, everything always tasted like lighter Kerosene, fluid. Lighter oh, fluid. Yeah. yeah, it was horrible. No, no lighter fluid. You got to get. I yeah. mean, I, I have a chimney starter. You load okay. that thing up, you stick the paper in the bottom, uh-huh. you light it, and okay. let that sit for a bit, get yep. the lawn cut, and mm-hmm. do some things. Uh, my dad used to, we we were all charcoal when, when I was a kid, but I remember my dad would always make barbecued chicken, and it would just be chicken covered in open pit, which I think is the absolute worst tasting barbecue sauce of all time. You guys, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Open I think pit. open pit was the thing back then. It was that was it. I don't think there was any other barbecue sauces out there. <laughs> okay, so that, not like now. Right. That explains why he did it that way. I think not so. like now. Not yeah, like, not like now. Not why you got Montgomery's now. Yeah, uh, Ray's. You got everything now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we 
I learned the grill from my dad. Like he was uh, the the charcoal, right? But I didn't like like the open. I'm with you on the open. I I don't want sauce. I want it right off the grill. Every now and again, I get a taste for like a sauce on the rib, but for the most part, chicken ribs, everything, no sauce on it. Yeah, I want I want seasoning. That's I, it. I want flavor. Exactly. There. And I want to taste it without the sauce. A little bit of sauce on right. the side, right. to, to, to maybe dibble and dabble. Yeah, absolutely. Well, do you I'm find that seasoning things is better to season them overnight, or season it and then throw it on the grill? It depends what you're making. Yeah. Ribs. You can do both. I like ribs to sit overnight. Okay. If I'm yeah. What about chicken? I think you're okay with chicken to do it that day. Sometimes I feel like when you season stuff right before you throw it on the grill. For grill wise. You kind of lose the, because all that stuff kind of burns off, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But speaking of gas grills, I, I think back in the day, I don't know about you, but I, I think you had to be so-called rich to have a gas grill. I don't I don't remember. I Man, I, I, I think, I don't remember. Yeah, they hit the market at. Yeah, wow. everybody what, had a what? So maybe the nineties? Yeah. Gas grills took off. I don't know. What do What do you think? Mid nineties, I think. Did you have a, you didn't? You said you, your dad charcoaled all the time. My dad did. Mid nineties, late nineties, yeah. And you can't go wrong with with a Weber. I, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, now you've got you got Weber gas too now. Well, yeah, you've got Weber gas. Well, right. But I'm talking a Weber, a big big. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what my dad did. Remember that you get those. Remember you can yeah. get those those disposable mm-hmm. uh <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I I I had so many burgers that he would cook <laughs> that would taste like lighter fluid. And you gotta oh. grill them and smoke them. It's a smoking like, horrible. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, I think part of my problem when it comes to grilling is that the, the few things that I think I cook really well, I've learned to cook without a, a grill. So, for example, steak. When I make steak, okay, I am making a frying pan. I we've got grill pans that we bring up super hot. Then I I I do each side for about a minute, and then I stick a, a ready oven at about four hundred in there. So I just get the char on top. Really, and then so you Ruth Chris yourself. Yes, and okay. then the whole plate's going in. That whole grill pan's going into the oven at 400 for depending on how thick the steak is, and I, to me and my family, that's the best. I agree. And then I like to cook bratwurst, and so I'll, I'll, I'll beer I'll beer boil my brats with apples, mustard, onions, some things in beer for about 20 minutes, and then just get a flash fry on them to get a little bit of grill mark and char, and so to go down and get my uh, my charcoal grill going just for that always seemed like a waste of time. So just use a grill pan on top. Mm-hmm. Of it. So some of those things, it's, it's just been more out of the stuff that I like to cook. I, I just have accessible to me right there at the, the, the oven in, inside. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, that's how steaks, that's how I do. I just kind of fry, frying pan them. Yeah. And turn them with pepper and butter. Yeah. You know, keep it, turn, 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 turn. I don't do the oven, but that's a, and sometimes, you know, the air fryer. Um, 
but like like a salmon. I'm not gonna do salmon on the grill anymore because it, it tears. But I, I I'll throw it in the air fryer and I'll put it at 400, and it'll blacken it. And your own tea. It, it's it's the most amazing thing. I like wood planks. Yeah, wood salmon. planks. Yes, yes. You take that on the charcoal yes, grill. Yes, it's yes. a nice soaked wood plank, plank yes. that's been sitting all yes, day. Yes, absolutely. Soaking in water. Yep. See, I, I, I would love to do that. I just don't know if I have the patience to do that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I love grilling. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Right. I guess it would be having to sit back and watch some YouTube videos on how that's done. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good things. Well, it's coming up, so get ready. I think I'm going to try to grill Sunday. It's going to be 80. Let's get Is this supposed to be 80 something? 77. Wow. That's hmm. 80. Well, all and I know And then Tuesday's is 43. These last couple <laughs> of days are for the birds, man. Yeah. <laughs> for the birds. Just awful. But it's but it's but it's a April in Michigan, right. so what are it's, you going to do? I don't want 80 though. I like spring. I do too. I like cooler weather. Yeah. I do too. Oh, I do too. I don't like hot. I all. don't want to go from 30 and snowy to 80 right. in the matter of a week. Yeah. I want a gradual, I, I want four seasons. If I'm going to live here, I want four seasons. I'm tired yeah. of two seasons, I which is what we you. have now. We have uh, summer and winter. I, well, I, I can agree with you on that. Yeah. So, uh, Doc, you got any uh, prescriptions today, or what do you think? Yeah, prescription of the week for me. So Let's get it. Can we get you, a little... Can we get a little um, what music? What? Oh, let, let me let me Can let me pull up little, the let me pull up the Doc's music here. The Doc's music. Um, Can we get a little? The Doc's music. I do. I have it on here. Where are we at? Doc's prescriptions. Uh, how about this? I'm feeling for my. Doctor Fine, Doctor Howard, calling Doctor Howard. Doctor Fine, Doctor Howard. Might I inquire to ask if <laughs> what's up, Doc? Now so this the prescription uh, of the day. Oh. Here's Doctor Dave. <laughs> I got the. <laughs> you like now for the prescription of the day. You did. I, I, you, you I feel about so that. bad that I cut that off. Oh, that's okay. That's Who right. was that? that? It was me. That, you want to? You want to hear it again? Dave. Here, let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> now for, with the prescription of the day. Here's Doctor Dr. Dave. Dave. There you go. There's your music. The ear theme. That's very good. This past week. Major League Baseball celebrated Jackie Robinson Day. And I believe it was the 75th anniversary of him breaking the color barrier in Major League Baseball. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, when they have Jackie Robinson Day, every player, every team wears number 42 on their back, which, of course, Jackie's number was retired league-wide many, many years ago. I think it was, was it Mariano Rivera? The He's last the only one that, one that can wear it. Yeah, and, and he was the last one to have last it until he it. retired. Yep. My prescription, however, is that it is time for Major League Baseball to have a Larry Doby day. Mm. For Larry Doby breaking the color barrier in the American League. Hmm. I like that, Doc. What was his number? 14. Was it 14? Gonna... Thank you. So Larry Doby, Cleveland Indians the first black player to play in the American League. And of course, it's relevant because back then we didn't have interleague play. We didn't have the media that we have now. So Larry's facing just as much uh, friction, harassment, 
etc. That Jackie was in many completely different cities. There wasn't that much overlap between the American League and the National League in terms of cities. Right. And the fact that he's kind of treated as the second guy to break the color barrier, where he should be treated as the first to break the color barrier in the American League, and given that same kind of stature and acknowledgement that Jackie's... And that's not to take anything away from Jackie Robinson. Right. But Jackie Robinson's accomplishment was only half of the league. Yeah. And Larry covered the other half a couple years later. So I think it's time the Major League Baseball step up and do the same thing for him. Yeah. And give him his rightful due, a Larry Doby day for him breaking the color barrier in the American League. And everyone should... Uh, wear 14. Yep. I believe it's July 5th would be the day. Okay. And they should retire that league-wide. Nice. Interesting. And if it was for the Yankees, I mean, I don't think they can retire in that many more numbers. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. Uh, they do have quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. They have quite a bit. Okay. So here is get it off your chest. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me reel you in. It's now time for the segment that asks the question... What'd you do? ...to irritate Corey so much that he has to get it off his chest. Ain't nobody got time for that. Do you want the truth? Truth! You can't handle the truth! It's now time to get it off your chest. Thank you for that intro. Scotty, the voice. I'm going to go with this week. um, This is something... uh, that is kind of uh, near and dear to me, being um, an African American man, black man, <clears throat> whatever you want to call it. I'm gonna go with Black Lives Matter this week. Um, you hear these stories <clears throat> about you know all these donations being used for you know personal stuff and personal personal gain and properties and things like that. I just hate the fact that every time that, you know, my race, uh, we get, we get something positive moving, get something positive going. We're always going to have outside entities to try to, to try to pull it, you know, down and, 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 and make it not relevant and just ignore it and be negative towards it. Um, And then we have our own um, kind, you know, uh, disrupting it. And so it's it's a it's a double headed monster that we're dealing with. And you hear these stories that, you know, these funds are being used for, you know, I don't know, six million dollars, seven million dollars for properties and real estate. You know, the founder of, you know, this movement, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. I just think it's really sad. You know, if these allegations come true, if they're true, you know, I just I heard the story. I didn't really get in, get too, you know, deep into it. I didn't read too much into it. But these allegations are going to, you know, they're going across the country um, saying that these funds were misappropriated. And it's just really sad. And I feel bad because this is, you know, as a black man, this is this is huge. You know, we have so many obstacles to get over, you know, also as a culture. And for our own, you know, leaders and our so-called representatives to take advantage of a situation like this, 
I think it's really sad, and I hope that this comes out to be an, an, an untrue. But if it is, if it is another stain, you know, you know, on our culture, on our community, and you know, shame, you know, shame on you. It, it, it's it's just I feel bad about it. It's really bad. Like I said, I'm hoping it's not. You know, it, it, everything clears itself out and plays itself out, but. It's just one of those things I had to get off my chest because we can't move forward without taking strides backwards. We have to, you know, you know, keep this thing moving. And if, you, if you're going to do it the right way, do it the right way. So that's just I was thinking about it all week. You know, this is one of those things. And, you know, it is what it is, but hopefully things will work itself out. Hopefully things are positive. Hopefully I'm just, you know. I don't have the whole story, but this is what's going on right now. Um, so I pray that this is this is just all false and we can keep this we can keep this thing, this movement going in a positive direction. That's all I got. Corey, when someone when someone donates to Black Lives Matter, what you know, if if I donate to cancer research I'm expecting that they're using this money to try to fund a cure for cancer. Right. Sure. And so if that, that's a quantifiable thing. I'm giving this for, you know, autism awareness. Okay. I'm assuming that by giving this money to autism, you know, autism awareness, they're finding ways to either cure autism, help people with autism, whatever. When somebody gives money to black lives matter, what exactly are they giving? What's the end goal for something like that? What are they What are they expecting that money to be used for? And that is the question. That's the question, and that's what I don't know, because the person that started it, when it when it comes to is it is this going to? I don't know. Is this going to communities to help fund like shelters? pregnant women um you know kids out here who are looking for to be a di- I, I have no idea where it goes what's the what's the point of it that's the thing and i guess i need to do my research on that because i have no idea is this something that's just going to the pocket of the founder you know what i mean like so are you helping you know um uh uh prisoners who are trying to turn their lives around to are you sending that money to jails or communities or schools or churches. I have no idea. And, and that's, and that's sad on my part. Cause I don't know. I don't know. And as a black man, I should know where these funds are going. People are donating this money, uh, to this founder of this, of this movement. And I haven't heard, like, that's a good question. I haven't heard one thing about what this helps. What does it support? So I guess I need to do my own research to see what it is, you know, because, you know, there's been <clears throat> accusations of six million, seven million dollars of going to this person that founded, I forget her name, real estate deals and this and that. So I don't know. I don't know. I would like to know that as well. I would like to know some of our black leaders to come out and say, hey, this is what Black Lives Matters is all about. This is where these monies are going. And no one has said that yet. So when we, you know, as a culture, when we see something that um that think we think that can help us we gravitate to it right away and we just start giving and this and that and we don't even do our own homework 
our research and to, to where these funds are going. So that's another, you know, segment. That's another question. And, and, and I'm, I'm definitely willing to look into that and see where that, what that's all about. Absolutely. I don't know if this is a comparable thing, but uh, <clears throat> I mean, we talked earlier about my growing up a, a JW. Right. And there's a guy on YouTube that considers himself a, an ex-JW activist hmm. and makes all these YouTube videos geared to trying to get people to not be a part of that religion or whatever. And he's got things like Patreon, where people donate money to his activism, yeah. putting that in air quotes yeah. that our listeners can't see. Right. Well, then it turned out a couple months ago through a series of things he was exposed for spending money on prostitutes allegedly oh, in like Thailand and was kind of called out about this. And he was confrontational. Like, well, who are you to tell me what I should do with my money? Because I would imagine that he treats his activism as a job yeah. that he's getting paid for, much like we get paid for our day job. Sure. Right. And he can do whatever he wants with his money that's his job, whether yeah. that's prostitutes, a nice house, yeah. whatever that is. I don't know if that's comparable, but it, it just seems to me that there's this, for whatever cause, there's this, uh, yeah. these activists. Yes. Now. We don't, and, and there's really no checks and balances when we, when people exactly give out the money, they don't really necessarily, they, they believe in the cause, they don't know what, but yeah. they don't necessarily know what yeah. that money's being used for. Exactly. I think you're seeing yeah. that a lot with the, these GoFundMe's. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that, that yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And to me, it doesn't matter how the funds are misappropriated, it's all the same if they're not used accordingly, if they're not used to help or to promote or to be positive. If they're if he's using it for prostitutes and she's using it for a home, it's the same thing to me. Right. right. If the funds are being misused. But is so, there is there a threat is it okay, so 80% of the money should go to the cause, 20% to the person organizing? Where does that line get drawn? No, if you're if 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 you're to me, if you're a real activist, you don't get any of the money. I I can agree with that. If you're a real activist, you this is what you're giving for the cause. It's well, not a cool devil's advocate. Well, then how does that person have time to do the activism then? And I don't really know much about the story. I've, I've heard some things about the story you talked about, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know enough to have an opinion on it. Yeah. But if that person is, it's essentially their full time work to do this. Are they entitled to any of that money? No. You say no. For the most part, it's not. For the most part, it's not. Hmm. If you're doing something and you're doing it for... And, and this is, you know, if you're promoting this and 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 your your morals and your your you're being, you know, your your moral and ethics, and, and you have God, and, and and this is what this is what you're doing to help other folks. You shouldn't be worried. The, the the money will come to you. You shouldn't be worried about something that you're putting up that you you've started. You you can't just say I'm taking some of this Black Lives money. That's not your job. You started this out of the goodness of your own heart but is it the goodness of your own heart right you know what i mean so i don't believe it the money should go to you it's a it's a fun it's a go if if you if your if your son dies or even should help to pay for funerals and things there you go hmm. if, if 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 you guys separate and your child support how much money 
what do you mean you need the money? What does your child need? The child support is not for DTE. Right. The child support is for the child. What does the child need? What does Black Lives Matter, what do they need? That's what it is to me. So the, the question is, what did you guys dissect it? What did you design it for? Tell me that. And I guess I don't have, I don't have any knowledge of that. And I guess I should do my own research and find out, you know, what, what's, what's that donation? What's those donations all about? I'd right. like to know if maybe, I mean, you see that the Black Lives Matter thing now, but back in the 60s through the civil rights movement. They mattered then. Right. But was there a ton of money given to the civil rights movement? No. 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 It was Dr. King. Yeah. But were money given to churches involved in the civil rights movement? I'm sure probably. it probably was. Probably. Things of that nature. Yeah, probably. But not like this. Well, sure, no. no. But, I, but I think we live in an era now where let's... This is a very bad example, but let's take our show. If at some point we wanted to start a Patreon and people donated money to our show, do they then have a say in how that money is spent and what we do with it? That's interesting because there are a lot of podcasts with Patreon now. Well, I mean, isn't that like... And, a, and I know we're not championing a social cause or anything, but isn't just it, on its surface, if we set up a Patreon and people donate money to us, do they have a say in how that money is spent? Because anybody can set up a YouTube channel, a podcast, a Patreon, an OnlyFans or whatever, and people can give money. And that's their choice. But there's no contract ex- outlining how that money's supposed to be spent. If it's for the show, sure. If 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 giving money for and we take it and use it for personal gain, yeah, they have a say. I think. Well, if, but if it's I think towards the show to promote the show and do things for the show. But isn't Patreon like? Isn't it? Doesn't it go podcasting wise? I mean, I don't know. I've heard different things like Stuttering John, like a lot of these Patreons. It's like. In order to, when you give to the Patreon, it you basically get um, stuff you wouldn't hear on a, on a regular for anybody that you know listens on a regular. You have to pay to get extra content, right? So, I mean, if that's if you if that wouldn't you say that would be paying supporting that that podcast? So, wouldn't that person who is Doing the podcast, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be his way of making money to a certain extent if they're paying for this? I mean, look at. Look, I mean, you look at OnlyFans. I mean, I mean that's real popular right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that those. I mean, I'm sure Scott, only. Do you have an OnlyFans? I don't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, you know, a, a popular thing, Patreon, and then you know, I mean, I'm sure, you know. Yeah, those I, you girls know are getting money, or guys, or whatever the case may be. Then you're getting into contract issues, and then you're getting to. You know, companies, shareholders, stuff. I mean, it's a lot, but I'm just thinking something like this for the the common good of humanity. You don't want to steal from the people that you you know. I I, I, I completely agree with you, I, and I'm not I'm not right. arguing your point. I'm just I'm just saying that we live in a world now where anyone can set up shop and sure. that they're an right. activist. Right. They can say it's their full time sure. job. Yeah. People can donate money to that activism yeah, or that activism. use it how they want. Yeah. And then. What's the ethical boundary of what can be claimed as that person's money for their time? Because certainly while that money may not have gone to anything specific, Black Lives Matter, whatever this person's doing has brought awareness to that cause, which 
in theory, someone could argue, has made things better for the black community. We'd so, have to see that. Right. I, I, I just think... Maybe that's not quantifiable, yeah. but I'm just saying that... So should she, should she get paid for her time for doing that? That's a good question. That's a good question, but I just... I don't know. When morals and ethics come in, I just think it's it's a bad look for the community, the culture, black people. I just think it's bad when, you, when you're black and you start it and you, you start taking for your own per Like, I just... And we, we, we've seen enough of this. It's just enough. Um, you know, trying to do something positive and the monies are being taken for personal. I don't know. I don't know if you put it into your eight-hour job. I mean, black Whatever. lives matter, though. Wouldn't you say that's more, that's a really, that's not really like, that's, that's a vast kind of thing it to is. donate to. Yeah. I could see using that money to for um, billboards, you know, promoting that, uh, you know, people Schools, to see that. Training you know, centers. I mean, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see, you know, shirts, yeah. signs, different things like that. But, but then you could, hey, Black Lives Matter. Well, we're paying the bills of this, the uh, these uh, less fortunate. Well, show us, okay? I guess just show us. Yeah. I, you know what I think? I just think maybe we should get somebody like I don't know. Maybe Halle Berry could run this. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> maybe Halle Berry should be in charge of it. Seriously. But let me throw out one more thing for okay. you guys. Halle Berry should run it. Besides that. What about churches? Because there are ministers who fund their lives off of the tithes and offerings of their churches, and, and they their also congregants. Put, they also put back into the church. Not everybody. Okay, not how do you know that that person didn't put money back into BLM? To some, but that is true. Well, what I but do, how is that any different? What I, what I do know, it was used for her own personal gain. A lot of ministers use it for churches and. Um, Some, know, yeah. But I mean, there's no, a lot. No. Of well, that just goes back to bad people, right? That's that's my point. Like, if yeah. you're like, yeah, that's just a bad person. If you're saying Black Lives Matter, you're laying in George Floyd and this. Did you give some money to George Flo- George Floyd's people? Did you give some money to her? The one Tatiana girl that you got shot. Where where's the money going? Well, all we see is the money's going to her six million dollar real estate. Right. You know where the minister money? The minister money is. Are you are you helping the church? Are you? Doing community programs? Are you helping, you know, young black men stay out of trouble? Like, where is the money going? That's all I'm saying. Everybody has their own personal agenda. Right. But what is your personal agenda? Right. And what I'm saying is there's always going to be a question mark around how much then can a can a preacher take off the top for his time? How, mu- how big of a house can that minister have? How off the donations of, of the church? Is a four hundred thousand dollar house excessive? Well, not a million dollar. I think house. what you're what saying. What about airplanes? Right. What about? I mean, we yeah. see this time and time again. And you're right, Corey. People abusing the generosity of and that, others. Yes. And that's something you have to answer to God. You, you, your own self. You have to answer right. to. But everybody's going to yeah. have to answer to God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think it's bad. You know, coming from an upbringing of you know being moral and doing the right thing. I just think it's a bad look. And I don't even know if it's true. But if she's taking that money and using all of it for personal, not good. Another stain on the black community to me. That's just my get it off the chest. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we could go down a million rabbit holes when it comes to that. So, But listen, uh, that'll do it for us tonight on the Kill Bro Opinion Show. Make sure you tune in next week. 
Uh, we are going to have Charles T. Crab, our buddy Charlie, coming in. Um, I know all of you have seen these mass shootings going on. Uh, we've also seen uh, these uh, policemen uh, basically shooting these uh, unarmed people and uh, body cams being shut off right before. Uh, he was going to come in the studio with us tonight, but he had, he had a little issue. But uh, he will be here next week for sure, and he's got a lot of information, so please tune in uh, next week. We want to thank you for listening to us. Uh, we love you. Wisdom, we love you. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple. Uh, we are now on Amazon. Really? We are also now on Audible. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. When How about we, that? Where's our wisdom just folks happened, calling in? Just they happened. haven't called in. I know. But, but you know what? Maybe maybe they just like it listening to us jabber. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. Because then you might get the wrong caller, and uh, it, it, that person might rattle off, and you might not want to hear that. Well, well, apparently they agree with Corey's top edible bowl. I told you. Yeah, it's just I, we wa- didn't hear anybody. Uh, we didn't hear anybody cl- chime in on that. It's just a waffle. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Have you guys not seen this? I've I, I've never bought bowl, waffle bowls to bring I've, them home. I've, I've seen them. I've yes, seen them in the store. I think if I have, I think you get them, and by the time you get them home, they're broke. No, they're not. They're all shattered. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Jesus, Pete. Corey, you go for soup. They offer it in a bread bowl. Are you taking it? Yes. <laughs> yes. I've had it in a bread bowl, and it's too much. That's a lot of bread. That is a lot of bread, especially a Panera. I never thought I would eat <laughs> cauliflower pizza. Did you get an orange did. scone with it? Yeah. <laughs> Panera, they throw bread at you for everything. Yeah. You get a sandwich and they throw on a well, a, a French baguette that it takes you about 40 minutes to chew. Well, it's called Panera bread. That's true. <laughs> that is true. You get a you get a large Pepsi and yeah, and, and you get a, a half a loaf of bread. Yeah, it's like uh, again KFC. They're gonna throw chicken at you. That, that, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So yeah, I don't know. Shout out to Holly again, Hallie, Holly, and, Hallie, uh, Holly. Yeah. I thought we were doing something on Hallie. I thought we were gonna do that. We just, just uh, missed that. What is there to do? I think she should run Black Lives Matter. I swear to God, I swear she should run Black Lives Matter. I don't know. She's so I, passionate I about grand the culture. Opening grand closing. I think she's, a, she's so passionate about the culture. I, I think if we were going to do something on Holly, it, she would have to be in studio to do something because I don't know what else we could. Well, to, to, to talk. Well, to you're spend, in charge. You're the voice. Get her here. Hey, look. We we tried we're going having to a, we tried having a guest on tonight, and that didn't work. <laughs> uh, phone issues, and and we will have Sean Stewart back on. We're going to have him in studio. <laughs> So we can actually hear what he's talking about. Yep. He's got a lot to say. Looking forward to that. Maybe, maybe Hallie has wisdom. Probably. Maybe. If maybe, she does. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Hallie, if you're listening. Hallie, if you're listening. Please, come in the studio. I promise you I won't talk about uh, <laughs> Monster. Monster's Ball. <laughs> I will. <laughs> or whatever. The Monster's Ball was that Yeah, right? that was it. I will, off the air. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, uh, guys. <laughs> Well, that'll do it for us tonight on the Cohen Bro and Pinion Show. And, of course, the Doc is with us. And uh, we also always appreciate him coming in with his opinions. 
and comments. We love you, everybody. We will see you next time on the Co and Bro Opinion Show. Take care, folks. Thank you.